Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Carrie Moore, founder of Carrie Moore International. How are you doing today, Carrie? I'm fantastic. How are you? I am well, thank you. Thank you for spending some time with us here on Business Ninjas. Normally, I would say, please tell us about yourself and your company, but I think they are one and the same. So please tell us about Carrie Moore and Carrie Moore International. Oh, thank you so much. Well, first of all, it's a, such a pleasure to be here and to be with you and your and your audience. And I, I really look forward to how we might engage and build together. Um, most definitely. So Carrie Moore International. Um, so I used to joke that um, when I was going to school, I wanted to be an attorney. And when I decided not to become an attorney, from there, it felt like I was an accidental tourist. Not to say that I wasn't intentional, but I, I flipped my trajectory around what did I wanted, wanted to do in career. And so much of it um, was challenge-driven. And so I thought a lot about accomplishment building. I'm actually from a family of third-generation engineers. And so I never realized until in the last couple of years, ironically, how much that has influenced me in my lifetime in terms of this word called building and scaling business and scaling capital and infrastructure. And there really are so many parallels between literally how a house is built, how we are built. Um, as human design, and then how all that comes together to build a business or build a community. So a little bit of irony, since it's so cool right now to be talking about what's your purpose and what's your why and, and what's your mission. And, and for me, that has definitely evolved from being challenge-driven, um, seeking results to now really just loving the, create, the creation. And so hearing more today, Carry More International. We are an advisory practice um, okay. that's been in place for more than six years. Love to work with really smart, smart people who like to build great things, big things. I love global. I love domestic. I have a lot of skills in, in building things that cross borders. I love to work with founders that are focused on tech-led or tech-enabled solutions. I love the fact that we have this thing called six Ds um, that Peter Diamandis talks about in terms of a disruption within an industry. I love the fact that, that technology, even though it's creating a lot of poor customer experiences, the long run of technology will be able to scale great change at a community level at Main Street. And so I wanna be at that intersection of that creation. My focus inside that is I love working with diverse founders. I, I think that's one of the greatest things about being from the U.S. is so much has been done by those that didn't win the zip code lottery, um, that didn't necessarily grow up with the silver spoon. And what does it mean to have the dream? I did a TED Talk a few years ago, and I talked about what does it mean to have the angst of the dream and the desire to create that? So I'm placing my focus today uh, within myself, within the team and what we're building out to be at the intersection of where those diverse founders are to give them the fundamentals, the philosophy, the language, the narrative of what it means to build and create your dream in the form of a business. 
Oh, it's fabulous. You know, it, the older I get, the more fascinating it is to see how the mind is is a genetic thing as well, right? So your your family being engineers and you having the mindset and approach to building and foundation and expansion, it, it, it truly is interesting how how much is genetically brought down through the, through the generations. Because I know that at the end of the day, my brain works more like my father's than I would like to admit, you know? <laughs> you <laughs> but, and me both. <laughs> yeah, genetics are a funny business. So <laughs> so tell me what, what led you to this place? What What is your, your history in the business world? Yeah, yeah. So I, I grew up coming out of college. Um, I interned in finance. It was just an, an easy trajectory and, and again, decided not to be a lawyer. So it seemed like the next thing, I'm sure it was like an influence of what just looked like was on the, on the advisor um, menu when you're talking about what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, okay, well, business might work. Um, but, but logically, I, I was fascinated with how money moved. And so the first six years of my career, I worked at a boutique investment firm and there were 13 employees. There wasn't a lot of us. And we managed about, um, I would say about four or $5 billion of assets, both private as well as institutional. I came in as an analyst, 13 people. I got to literally in the six years that I worked there, I got to journey through the entire capital markets world. And so I worked in the trading room, I settled trades, and I'm old enough to say um, that when you sit in a trading room back then, there was literally the sounds of the machines. Oh, yeah. So for your younger people in the audience, there was literally this thing called a DTC printer, and it was constantly pr um, producing and printing the trade tickets, the settlements, right? So you'd hear this. And so there I am sitting there clicking away on the, the manual calculator. So yeah, the journey began there. <laughs> Insider piece of information. I know that you were able to make that sound appropriately because you were a trumpet player. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I also wanted to be Herb Albert, but <laughs> all these things have very high creative as a kid wanting to be a lot of different things. But yeah, the, the journey I, I, the journey led to capital markets, corporate banking. I was a foreign exchange trader and and then I dove into big bulge bracket banks and doing global business. Yeah, being in a firm that's that small, I mean, you literally had to have your hands on every component and every step of the process. What what a great education. It was, it really was. Okay, so fast forward to today. What what is Carrie Moore International doing? Yeah, we, you know, the really fun thing that we are rolling out this year is an online program. And so I wanted to have something that could reach a different type of audience. Um, when you do advisor work, um, it can be very hands-on and you end up with a handful of clients that occupy your time. And again, my desire was to create something that was more scalable and reachable to an audience that I think that that doesn't have necessarily the time to go get an MBA. Um, not everybody wants to, given how most of the time founders are super busy, or if someone has an idea or a concept that they're growing and building as a side hustle, and then they have a life, where do you have time to actually fit in this thing called um, getting the business fundamentals? 
And so that's what I love. I mean, I truly believe in the student and the teacher. And so creating an eight-week program where we go through a seven-week process of taking founders at a group level through content, where we teach them content on a Monday. Wednesday, we bring in a subject matter expert that's been living and breathing it for 15, 20 years. They personalize it in storytelling format. And then we have a follow-up hour where there's an open Q&A. We're going to take them through the seven pillars, the fundamentals of a business. And on the eighth week, they actually get to present what they've learned in a very short scripted um, opportunity. The important thing is we want them to build the connective tissue between each of the areas of what a business is. And oftentimes, if you think about this, whether you've been a business or finance major or not, but in particular, say you come from STEM or you're a physician, your zone of genius has been well-skilled in this area. It was not skilled or trained in the fundamentals of building a business, talking about go-to-market strategy, um, talking about <clears throat> vertical integration, talking about raising capital. And so, uh, you know, I've seen enough as an advisor where you have a diverse founder that is phenomenally intelligent, well-skilled in that technical area that they were trained and educated. Yet when they step over to talk about their business, it's sort of like the Charlie Brown teacher, right? Wah, 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 wah. And I, that's where I want to help. <laughs> It, it's so appropriate. There are so many people that have a passion for an art, a craft, a, a something, insert topic here, and have absolutely no idea how to run a business. And they're so, they have such tunnel vision to what their passion is that all the other stuff falls by the wayside. I mean, think about what percentage of restaurants succeed? I think you know, I, I'm I'm a life I was a lifelong New Yorker before I moved to LA, and I think it was three percent. Think about how many people are fabulous chefs and have a great concept for a restaurant and have no idea how to run a business and don't bother exposing themselves to the sort of education process that you're talking about before going into business. So uh, obviously, there's a lot of people out there dying to uh, to pick your brains, as it were. What what sort of people are you appealing to? Is there a particular industry niche size of company? Is there is there any any thrust to to this course? Yeah, I would say on online this is this is more early stage. <clears throat> We're thinking about where startups might be. So definitely pre-seed to as they're leading into Series A is probably a good niche. And I say that because anybody who's built a business, you know it's not a vertical line. And so in reality, it has nothing to do about a line. It's about being in a funnel and it's yep. about, you know, right. It's this circular effect where, you know, the first two to three years, you're revisiting a lot of subjects over and over. And as you're rising in that vertical ascension, each time you hit those subject matter, it's a different answer to the question. So it's in that funnel to where you're attempting to scale to the flywheel where really things are clicking and humming. And so love that. Um, love the idea that someone has a good idea of what their MVP is. Um, so their, their product concept, um, even better if they're, they're producing revenue to where we have something substantive we can work with. But I would say all the more people who are coming in and they're working on a side hustle and they don't have traction, 
I would say a lot of it is because they don't have some of the understandings of this fundamentals they need. And at the end of the process, when they are presenting, is this a sort of a shark tank situation? Are there people in the room who just might be um, picking up these, these concepts moving forward? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Um, <laughs> one, of the, one of the key outcomes that I want to be a differentiator to this program is I want to change the relationship. I want to change this idea that investors are the shark tank. I mean, absolutely, it's a serious conversation. Nothing more serious than, than money and children, right? Than when we, we talk about those things. But there are so many investors out there. The reason why they do what they do is because they love the fact there are entrepreneurs. They love the fact that they get to infuse something in that actually creates growth. And so changing that relationship, that dynamic is really important. And I think the more that we can create an ecosystem to where investors are at the table, not to listen and to scrutinize and to tear apart or to offer you a really bad um, set of terms um, in terms of your, you know, taking ownership inside your company, but more so what does it mean to actually feel like, wow, this person's actually in my corner. This person actually, maybe I'm not the avatar for them today in terms of an investor um, interest, but I'm gonna build a relationship with them. And a year or two down the line, this investor, not only am I going to feel comfortable to talk about it, but they're actually going to appreciate the growth that I went through. And so I think there are more investors that are interested in that. And so having that final week of presenting and having people in the Zoom room that actually get to hear that, ask artful questions and people grow and learn. And, and that's how we get better. That's a fabulous process. How are you getting the message out about this, this uh, curriculum and this course? Well, talking to people like you certainly helps. <laughs> <laughs> honored to help you get the message out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're starting on a campaign and uh, we'll be doing all those things, Facebook ads and, and doing an outreach. I'd like to write some articles and to really from the perspective of this isn't just something that's been important to me in the last couple of years. Uh, ironically, even in my corporate life, even though I was responsible for very large P&Ls and had a lot of responsibilities as a side hustle and being a corporate citizen, I stood for diversity and inclusion. And so I spoke at a lot of conferences around equal pay, opportunity and access and reach and I've done a lot of teaching on negotiating and what it means to negotiate for pay. So it's interesting sliding in this part on the entrepreneur side. Uh, it's a consistent message for me that if we don't build a scorecard around the gaps we have and where capital is going, we're never going to solve the problem. And so that outreach again means conferences. It means even though I did a TED talk back in 2018, I'm considering doing a TED Talk this year. It means many things like that in terms of just being in a room where, where people have a dream, they have an idea, and they need sponsors. And, and I want to share one other thing about that because to me, it's very different sponsor versus mentor. And so mentors are wonderful, big, big fan and big believers in them. We need mentors because mentors are the, that's the kind of relationship where you know, we go in the arena, we get a little bit knocked up, we come back. This is the person who's like brushing you off and saying, okay, tell me how bad that punch hurt. 
Tell me how embarrassing it was when the tech didn't work. Tell me, you know, how, how it felt when your brain went blank and you totally forgot what to say. That is the affectionate relationship behind mentorship. Sponsorship. Sponsorship is about has someone is in your corner and they're putting skin in the game. Yep. Means they're saying, not only do I have your back, but I'm looking at my personal zone of genius. I'm looking at my network. I'm looking at my, you know, my impact that I bring already to the world. And I'm saying, how can I take a component of me and open up a door for you? Sometimes kick down, you know, kick down that door. And what does it mean to create a seat at the decision maker table? And that's why I'm so passionate about sponsorship. And we've got to have more of that at the table. And the way to create friendly accountability around that is to put scorecards around it. So I also want to challenge corporate sponsors and people out there that are looking at the kind of KPIs to show that their established capital can go in the interest in this direction. There are a lot of people who talk about um, giving back. Yes, and they do. You have some powerful karma on your hands right there. Yes. You know, the, the, the world of finance has been good to you and you are empowering a lot of people moving forward. And, you know, yes. that is very commendable. Total shift. What's something you'd like to be celebrating a year from now, personally and professionally, since there is such a blurry line personally and professionally in your world? <laughs> you we talk about a work-life balance. If you figure that, <laughs> please let us all know, because uh, I don't know anybody uh, <laughs> that figured that out too uh, cleanly. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think the the balance is understanding that it's always in balance. <laughs> um, I think more importantly, love what you do. And, and that's, I think, the one thing that I'm very grateful for. You can feel yourself when you actually can just be one stream of consciousness and who you are. And so I, I'm incredibly grateful for being in this place of my life to be able to do what I love, to build, to create, and actually pay it forward. I want to be celebrating that this, is, this program is running in an evergreen model online and that we're reaching students and that we're, we're reaching beyond U.S. borders. I love the idea of that and the power of digitized platforms will do that. I want to be celebrating that we have logos at the table and that we have sponsors that have come forward and say and that are saying we believe in this and we're willing to start backing what it means to put diverse founders through these programs. Um, and then even more importantly, I want to be looking at, and I, this is where I go in terms of some of the the idea of impact, I'd love to be looking at how many jobs are we creating? You know, how many founders are we connecting with investors? Even if these are small tickets that are written, what have we done to actually get an MVP to market? And what is that reach and that return? And of course, for me, I've lived in the world where people chase TTV, which is you know transaction value. And people like that because they want to IPO around that. I want to create a different set of terms and dashboard lights that are really about humanity, about community. So some of the industries that matter to me around this, you asked me earlier this, is FinTech because I think we need new instruments because a lot of things flatlined during the pandemic. We need health tech. We need to put tech around healthcare solutions. And we need to create digitized marketplaces where people can go and have an option of choices and solutions, 
and tech is going to get us there. I am of the opinion that if more companies had a soul and and uh, mindset like yours at the top of the food chain, we'd all be in better shape because humanity seems to be lost on a lot of spreadsheets, right? When someone is bean counting, you are you you forget the impact at a human level, but all companies are populated by human beings, right? And and you're all trying to sell products or services to human beings. Um you talked about loving what you do. I think the great resignation that's happening is fabulous. I think people finding a job that can afford them the lifestyle they want, but that they have no affinity or connection for it doesn't serve anyone. Right. And I think people migrating towards something that they, you know, this need to do something that means something to you after being trapped in your home for a couple of years. I think that serves everyone. And uh, I, I repeat, if uh, more companies were were treated the way you want to treat people, I think the world would spin a little smoother. Yeah. Here's here's to creating a world where this is the standard. Please yeah. tell everyone where they can find you and what social media channels you're using. Yes. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Instagram and you can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm at Carrie at CarrieMoore.com. My domain is CarrieMoore.com. My company is Carrie Moore International. And so reach out to me on any of those channels. I'd love to connect. If anyone's interested in the online program, please don't be shy. You can sign up for any time this year. This is going to be a reoccurring evergreen model, and we would happily have more diverse founders joining. Anyone interested in being a part of the ecosystem as an investor, as a mentor, as a sponsor? please contact me. Harry Moore, fascinating conversation. I wish you all the success and health and happiness because uh, if that happens to you, that means uh, there's a whole bunch of other people thriving as a direct result. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E dot I-O and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.